You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. Well, hey, everyone, welcome back to these live devotionals that I try to give you during the week to fill your cup up, to point you to Jesus, to point you to the word and encourage you through the word of God. Uh, last week, actually, uh, I wasn't here because I surprised my wife for her 40th birthday. We went on a great getaway little trip and uh, it was awesome to celebrate. But that's why you need to hit the subscribe button, the bell notifications or subscribe on your podcasting uh, thing. You'll get the notifications of when we do this. And so um, I usually try to do once a week on like a Wednesday around there uh, to be able to share these devotionals and thoughts that is coming to me as I'm in the word and studying through as a church. I also lead uh, Redemption Church in Delray Beach, and you can actually subscribe to that podcast for the longer format messages. These are sort of shorter devotional thoughts and things like that. But because we are actually started back up in the book of Exodus, uh, talking about the Ten Commandments and getting to that section, I want to talk to you today about uh, the law and obeying the law, why we obey the law, and sort of um, thinking through... Uh, how we obey the law as Christians right now. Um, we don't obey for, but we obey, obey from. We don't obey for, but we obey from. So hopefully that um, will phrase will sort of ring in your ear as we think about this topic today. Uh, the verse I want to share with you uh, is from Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It's the New Testament. Pastor Robin talked a lot about this this last Sunday as we talked about why the purpose of the law. Galatians is a great book for that. So is Romans. So is um, Hebrews, so is a lot of the Bible, but I just want to give you one verse and sort of think through and talk through uh, this not for, but from principle. It says, for from freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. You know, the law, God's law can actually be a yoke or slavery, something that could bind us. And the reason why is because we fall short of God's glory. The law is perfect, but uh, it really reveals our hearts, our motives, our sin nature that we just cannot fulfill the law. And so when we are under the law, the Bible talks about how we're under a curse, how there's judgment for our sin. And so our freedom is not from the law doing better, trying harder, uh, doing a check mark, but our freedom is actually in Christ. Christ set us free. And we have this great example of redemption, not only in the New Testament, but the Old Testament with the nation of Israel. So we're studying through how God redeems in the book of Exodus. Um, and we're in this section in Exodus 19, or 19 and then 20, um, where God is going to give them the law. And a lot of people think, well, why, why set that up? Well, uh, I'm not going to get right into it, but there's a great message on our YouTube page by Pastor Robin. He talks about why God gave us the law and uh, does a great job. It's a 45 minute message, but I think it would bless you if you want to do that. Um, but we have to ask ourselves, as I was thinking about this, do we, how do we, do we still try to obey the 10 commandments? And I'm just going to answer this straight up. Yes. Yes. You see, the law uh, is given in three big con, uh, three big categories. The Levitical laws, 613 laws, and their ceremonial laws having to do with the purification and ceremonial rites and how do you sacrifice and worship the Lord in the temple. Um, their civil law, what to do. And then there's uh, within the nation and then, then there's moral law. So there's ceremonial, which is the temple. There's civil 
and there's moral law. And the Ten Commandments, they would be classified under moral law. Now, we know ceremonial law. We don't need to obey ceremonial laws because Christ is our high priest, and we don't need to go to a temple anymore. We, there's only one mediator between God and man. That's Christ Jesus, the Bible says. Uh, civil law, Romans actually talks about how we're to obey civil law. Um, and the civil law in the Levitical law was specifically for the nation of Israel and how they were to rule and reign. Well, uh, us being Gentiles or even not in the nation of sovereign of Israel anymore, uh, we actually obey civil law and pray for our leaders and obey them because we know God ordained civil law. Uh, things like obeying the speed limit is something that a Christian should do. And so there's the moral law of God in the Levitical law, which we know would be some things like the Ten Commandments. And the Ten Commandments, I believe we should still practice today. But here's the key. Here's the clutch. Here's the kicker and the thing I want you to remember. We practice the law not for salvation, but from salvation. Not for, but from. Uh, not for, but from. We want to obey the law and the moral law, what's right before the Lord, because we want to love Jesus and worship. Now, John 14, 15, Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And salvation is an incredible work that God gives us new hearts and desires to actually want to obey him. You see, it's not just um, behavior modification. We're responding to God's grace that he gives us, and we actually desire to worship him. We're made spiritually alive in him now. Uh, Ephesians 2, 4, and 5 say, but God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. This is why when you go into the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20, uh, verse 2 is so important before you get into the commandments because it gives us a gospel pattern of why we even obey. In verse 2 of Exodus chapter 20, it said, God says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of slavery. You see, when God sets us free from slavery, we're all slaves to sin. And when he sets us free from slavery, we have now this desire, this capacity, the filling of the spirit to obey him, to worship him and to respond. God wants to remind the people of Israel before he gave them the commands who he was and what he's done in their life. And you know what? I believe that we need this reminder as well. Before we talk about doing and trying and obeying, uh, God's people should desire to know who God is and respond because they've been set free from the slavery of sin. And now the Bible talks were slaves of righteousness. This is why the New Testament talks so much about the law and the purpose of the law. The law was to reveal our need for a savior, not a way to be saved. Um, the law is holy. Romans talks about it. it's pure. It's good. But we aren't. And so the book of James I told you there's a lot of scripture and a lot of New Testament passages talk about the law. The book of James tells us that the law is like a mirror. The word of God is like a mirror and it reveals to us what's actually inside of us. James 2.10 tells us that for whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for it all. And so if you break one commandment, you break them all. You're not perfect. God knows this. This is why he sent his son, Jesus, to not abolish the law but to fulfill it. In Matthew 5, 17, Jesus declares that to us, to die for our sin, to free us from the slavery of sin, and to give us righteousness, eternal life. And so studying through the Ten Commandments should be very, I want to say, 
very aware of our sin. We should feel guilty as we study the Ten Commandments because we all don't obey them perfectly. We all fall short, the Bible says, of God's glory. Yet, there should be not only just guilt, but great rejoicing as you study the Ten Commandments because the Bible says you have a Savior that has actually lived a perfect life, obeyed all the moral, all the civil, all the ceremonial laws, and gives us His righteousness. We've been now saved from the slavery of sin for the glory of God and to obey him. And so our heart's desire now as a follower of Jesus should be that we want to obey the commandments, uh, slaves of righteousness, free from sin, wanting to please God. And so a comprehensive sort of level of the commandments is divided into two sort of sections, love God and love people. That's right. The Ten Commandments actually deal with love. Uh, this is the great way. This is a great way to think about the Ten Commandments or the moral law of God. Um, they're a very practical way to love God. Uh, the fruit of the Spirit, right, is love. And Jesus expressed that the sum of the law can actually be summed up in these two categories. And this is why we should obey these laws. Uh, in Matthew chapter twenty-two, verse 35, 35 through forty. Let me just read it to you. Uh, read it to you out of my Bible. Um, it's this section where Jesus is asked what the greatest commandment is. And he says, all of, uh, and it says, and one of them, a lawyer asked him a question to test him teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said, speaking to him, this is Jesus. You shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself on these two commands depends all the law and the prophets. So when you think about the moral law, the Ten Commandments, the obeying God, it should be be motivated by a love. You know, God at Mount Sinai is now speaking to his people, revealing how they can love him. Uh, and in doing so, they'll be blessed when they obey. And God wants to reveal his will to us because he loves us. And in doing so, when we obey his will, we'll be blessed as well. God is now telling them appropriately and us how to love him. Don't forget that our God speaks, you know, in verse one of chapter 20, it says, and God spoke all of these words. That's what the 10 commandments are. That's what the law is. It's God speaking. What is a perfect standard? And we should be wise to listen. God gives us his word. He wants us to know him and his word. And so Moses went up, went up to the mountain and then down to the people and expressed this. God wants us to know his will, his word. And he continues to he gave um, he continues to give prophets and inspired men to give us scripture. And this is why we worship God with an open Bible looking to scripture. Second Peter 1 21 says for no prophet prophecy was ever produced by the will of men. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the spirit. Are we listening to God? Are we worshiping him, wanting to know his will, wanting to know what the Ten Commandments are, trying to obey that because we've not been uh, not been saved. Not We don't do the commandments to be saved, but we obey the commandments because we are saved. Again, Galatians 5, 1. Let me just sum this up and read it to you again. For freedom, Christ has set us free. We're free now and we have a choice. And when we choose to obey God, it's an act of worship now. So the Bible tells us to stand firm, therefore, because of uh, being set free, because God first loved us, we can now love him. Stand firm, abide, dwell, remain in loving God and obeying God and striving to follow his ways. And do not submit again to the yoke of slavery, the yoke of 
trying harder, doing better to earn God's love. The law is not bad. It's our hearts and our motivation. So I want to encourage you today. Stand firm in Jesus. Obey him and his word. Study the Ten Commandments as we as a church are going to be looking at this section in the next couple of weeks. Man, it's so important that we understand we don't obey for God's love, but from God's love. Know the role of the law, pray through it, and may you worship God in his ways appropriately of what he has said. So God bless you guys. Thanks for joining in this week as that's just sort of on my heart, just super encouraged by the purpose of the law and wanting to obey God and understand his will and and plan for my life. And I pray that you would uh, do the same, that you would understand his will for your life uh, as he reveals things to you. You would walk in freedom, not in slavery to earn his love, but because he loves you in response, he's speaking to you. He loves you. He cares for you. You would obey it out of a heart of worship. God bless you guys. And we'll see you on the next devotional.